Hello, everyone, and welcome to Type 2, Take 2, a diabetes-centered web uh, podcast where we discuss, hash out, laugh at, and try to get to the nitty-gritty of what makes our Type 2 diabetes so horrific, or what makes it, you know, part of our bodies. <laughs> we don't want this. We don't really want this at all. We want to be able to um, get rid of this. And along the way of getting rid of type 2 diabetes, which can be done with a proper, uh, a proper healthy diet. And I'm not talking about, well, we'll get into that later. But anyways, uh, besides that, we also want to talk about the things that people don't talk about, the things that are kind of embarrassing, the things that kind of get us um, a little bit embarrassed if we can say that in any case this is just an introduction to let you know what we're talking about this will cover many many things and some things may not even be uh, diabetes related but coming from a diabetic person of eight years i'm pretty sure that you can take my word for it or not (laughs) it's up to you in any case thank you so much for joining me along with this uh, podcast this new podcast I hope you enjoy it. Share it with some friends. I will be uh, providing resources as well as trying to help you as best as I can to manage your type 2 diabetes. I am not a doctor. I'm not a medical personnel. I am just someone who has experienced diabetes and am quite tired, actually, of experiencing the, the, the pitfalls of falling back into my old habits. You know, when you think you got it controlled and then (laughs) you don't. In any case, that's just a little snippet of what's going to be going on on this podcast. So if you're interested, stay tuned because there'll be more coming. This is Danielle and you've, you've joined me at Type 2, Take 2. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Type 2 Take 2. Looking for some low-carb inspiration? Trying to figure out how you can make your diet work for you? Well, check us out at theluckystove.com, where you can find plenty of recipes that may tickle your fancy and your taste buds. Also, be sure to email us at type2diabetes.take2 at gmail.com. The link will be down below. So that way you can let us know your story. Let us know if you are interested in being interviewed or if you just want to give a little uh, description of what has happened in your diabetic and or hormonally changed because of food life. We are here for you and so are the listeners. We'd love to hear from you. So please type 2diabetes, take 2 at gmail.com. And again, the website for low carb recipe inspiration is theluckystove.com. Also, feel free to uh, wave or share this podcast and or tag us on Instagram at type2take2. Let us know you're listening. All right, on to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Type 2 Take 2 with Danielle, your hostess. 
Yes, I know. I'm the hostess with the mostess. Today, I just want to welcome you along. Hopefully, you remember why you're here. And that is so that way you can get some resources as to how to defeat, defy your your diagnosis, your disease, your pre-diabetes, your diabetes, your food-related related, uh, illnesses that could have been stopped or prevented if you just knew better or if someone said, hey, stop, and you listened. Well, today, I have someone here who is going to share a little bit of her story with you. And it's amazing because not only did she decide that she was going to change her story, but she decided with a friend of hers, Tia Wood, to kick fear in the face. I'd like to introduce you all to Kimberly Alleman. Hi, Kim. I am doing great. I'm doing great. It's a great, beautiful Saturday. The sun is shining, and about 20 minutes ago, it was hailing. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, we have extreme weather here. No joke. <laughs> well, I don't want to make anybody jealous, but we have sunny and 72 today. Oh, you know what? I am jealous. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I am jealous, but that's okay. <laughs> Because that's how we roll. I mean, when I was in California, that's the way it was. <sighs> yeah, well, California dreaming. <laughs> and how are you doing? How are you doing today? Good, good. Had a late night last night, but I'm up. I'm feeling good. I'm ready to conquer my day. Nice, nice. Now, you guys, we are on a, um, a time difference. It's 5.31 p.m. here. And Kim, what time is it there? 9.30 a.m. So it is Saturday for the both of us, but one of us has an extra, well, she has a whole day to make a mistake and, and ask for forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> but we're just, I'm so glad to have you on, Kim. I, I Just to let everybody know where I know her from, honestly, when I was living in the States, in California, we, I was in the, we were in the same church and her, her mom was my teacher, my mentor. I learned so much from her and uh, Kim and I, we became really good friends, especially in our later years, as I grew up to be an adult and realized that, Hey, you know, people matter. <laughs> and, uh, it was really awesome. And, and Kim has really been a, a really big support, especially once I moved out here to the Netherlands, I, I was going through some rough times, some rough patches, and I really didn't know. I couldn't find myself at all. <laughs> and, you know, and so I sent a Kim a message, hey, help. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Kimberly, she's been gone. And she's had her uh, adventures in life and has actually been able to live outside of the U.S. as well. And because of that, I knew that I can come to her and ask her how she was dealing with things and what what made her get out of bed even when she felt like you know okay today is just a really sucky day and uh thankfully with her advice and her encouragement i was able to go forward and i still had some up and down times but it really did help to look back on that so i don't know if i ever told you how grateful i am but i am grateful <laughs> you are welcome i love you so much and this technology that we have makes living away from our families so much easier. Yes, I yes. Mean, it, 
it was bad when I was away. But at the same time, I, you know, it's a season of your life and, and it's, it's okay um, to be sad. Yeah. But you get, you be sad and then you get back up. Yes. Yes. That's right. Because that was something that I, I wasn't prepared for. I mean, I knew I was ready for an adventure, you know, I said, oh, I'm leaving the country. I'm going to go start this new life with my new husband in this new quote unquote world where, you know, not everybody speaks English and, you know, and, and then I, I, I embraced it and I enjoyed it. And then all of a sudden I realized, Hey, <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> That's exactly right. I can't imagine. I mean, well, I can now that my son moved out of the state. He's living in a different state now. Yeah. And that's a new thing for me just in the last couple months. Yeah. Um, So I I didn't realize how my heart could be in two different places. Yeah. And so your heart was in the Netherlands with your husband, but your heart was also in the States with your daughter. And that alone is a lot of stress and you're torn. Exactly. You know, I didn't, when I left Andrew the last time, I literally cried because I thought, how can I be so sad to be leaving him, but so happy to be going home to see Kevin and Tony? Yeah. And that, that was a new concept for me. Isn't you know? that crazy? But if, if we don't, we aren't, if we aren't put in these situations, we're never going to grow. That's exactly right. That's exactly because right. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Oh my word. Thank you so much. Thank you. You know, I, 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 it's funny because I thought I knew myself. Well, actually I have to be honest. I never thought I knew myself, but I knew who I wanted to be. I never knew myself, but I knew who I wanted to be. And it, it took me leaving everybody who helped to reconfirm who I wanted to be for me to realize and, and, and meet myself. And, and that for me, that was so scary meeting myself. I mean, just thinking about it, like it kind of brings tears to my eyes, you know, because I, I, I didn't have, I thought I had it all together. You know, I'm a Christian, I'm a, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter. Got it. Got it. But I think somewhere along the way of trying to be perfect at all of those things that I forgot to try to develop who I was. I was I was really busy trying to find all the imperfections in the mirror and couldn't embrace and enjoy who I was as myself. And that that's that's just nuts because you know I thought I thought I knew. <laughs> like a hello. Lot time, a lot of times, women they they put themselves on the back burner. Yeah. I mean, they're too busy taking care of everyone else that we don't take care of our health and we yeah. don't take care of ourselves. Yeah. And we have to love ourselves so we can love others to the best of our ability. That's right. So, can't forget about yourself you can't put yourself on the back burner that's exactly right that's exactly right oh my word y'all i think we're we're gonna 
a wonderful therapy session, even before. <laughs> this is not the intention. Actually, I have so much that I want Kimberly to talk to you all about, but I mean, I already I feel like blessed. So I hope you are getting some blessing out of this because I already am. <laughs> oh my word. So Kim is going to tell you about herself and she's going to tell you about her story. She was also uh, diagnosed uh, pre-diabetic and she's going to tell you what she did to change her life because it's not just, uh, it's not, it's not always a, a hero's uh, song that we get to sing. Sometimes we have to actually, you know, walk in the gutter a little bit before we can, before we can get to that place. And, uh, and so now I'm going to give Kim the floor. She's going to tell you a little bit about, or a lot of bit, I say, go for it. Just let it loose. And, and, uh, yeah, so I'm here. I'm going to shut up now. Go for it, Kim. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for giving me a chance to share my story. You're um, diabetes is a real big, real big deal to me yeah. because I was diagnosed with pre-diabetic. I was pre-diabetic in my early 30s. Okay. I'm now for almost 49. So a good portion of my life, I was diabetic. Yeah. And I was diabetic and on medicine by age 37. Um. Yeah, I was on um, five milligrams of metformin two times a day. So a thousand milligrams of medicine just to control or manage my condition. Mm. And then I also had um, issues with high blood pressure. So they put me on Losartan. Oh, and of course, that is preventing yes. future strokes, heart uh -huh. attacks, and kidney problems. Yes. But I'm taking medicine for future problems. Yes, yes. Um, my A1C was 8.4 or higher. And I think I remember it being like a 12 point something. Oh. But everyone keeps telling me that that is ridiculously high. And I, and I don't have the paperwork to, to prove anybody right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can go to the doctor and see that I, you know, it's okay. But I, I just know I was really in really bad shape. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people knew how bad a shape I really was. Because on the outside, I still looked okay. I carried my weight well. Yes. Um, I remember um, Sister Margie Kennedy when I... Even when I graduated from high school, she when I wrote down my weight, she's like, "You don't weigh that much." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, I do." And that's what it says on the scale. Yeah. She's like, "Oh, that's not right." And she literally lowered the numbers. So, so I don't. I really, honestly, do not think other than maybe my mom. I don't even think my husband knew how bad a shape I was. Yeah. And um, so, of course, then I'm in denial about my situation. Yes. You know, and how bad my condition is. Um, I, you know, like I said, I had been big most of my life. I was the chubby kid in school. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the bigger girls. I figured I would just be a big adult and on medicine for the rest of my life. And it would fix all my choices of high calorie processed fast food that I was making. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I was a wife of an oil field worker I had, that had long hours away from home. And I had I was a busy mom with two boys with a full-time job. I didn't have time to take care of myself, like we just yeah. said. Yeah. Women do this. Yes. They they just um, take care of everyone else. 
Yeah. You know, kids are happy. I got kids everywhere they needed to go. Yep. They were fed. They were good. But I, I, the, I really thought if I took medicine for a while, I would get better. No. And I would get, I was in denial. Yeah. How long term or uh, how do you say it? It, it wasn't going to heal me. Right. Right. Taking the medicine wasn't going to heal me. And I was in denial of that. So, so yeah. It hurts, okay. doesn't and, it? Um, yeah. Another, another question I know Daniel asked me at the beginning was, how did it impact your family? Yeah. Well, this is what really hurts me. Really hurts me. I was tired. I was cranky. My kids labeled me the mean mom. Oh, no. And, I mean, I, I, I was a yeller. You probably think, oh, kid, sweet sister Kim. Yeah, <laughs> no, never. <laughs> oh, my word. So, Yes. And I don't even think, I mean, I would, I would go to work and I, I was a great worker. I gave 110%, but at the same time, even looking back now, because of my, my, um, condition and being tired, I wasn't the productive employee that I should have been. Yeah. I called out sick or had to go to multiple doctor's appointments. Cause you know, when you're diabetic, you have to get checked every three months. Yes. So every three months I have having to go to the doctor, you know, I try to make them either first in the morning or in the evening or right before I get off work, but it's still about two hours a day of the doctor visit that you have to go in a lot. Exactly. And that's if you're so, a good diabetic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you're not, you've got to go more. But, so I would use all of my allotted sick time in the year. Yeah. And so sometimes I had to call my mom and dad when my boys were sick because I didn't have any time on the books. Yeah. Because I was taking it all from me. And seriously, that's horrible. What yes. mom isn't there for their child when they're sick? Yeah. Yeah. That's just wrong. Yes. So, but I think really what hurts the most is realizing now I truly didn't take advantage of the health impact I had on my children. Yeah. I could have taught them to eat healthy and I did it. I taught them that convenience is more healthy than is more important than healthy. Yes. Yes. And that's what I regret now seeing them grown up. I mean, they'll be working and they'll go grab in and out, go grab, you know, Chipotle because, Oh, that's a little healthier. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, yes. So, that I, I did not pass on health. I'm trying to undo that now, but I just hope it's not a little too late. You know, I don't think it is. I don't, th I, I think that the, the love that you have for them and the fact that you have been working so hard to make the changes that are necessary. I think they see that because I know a lot of people see that. If you check out her Facebook, I don't know if it's private. Um, you can see that, you know, the changes that Kim is making is it's it's very much, you know, hey, look, you can do this. It's very encouraging. It's very um, like there's there's no excuse. Like I remember seeing those pounds of uh, bags that you would carry and say, this is what I used to carry. This is what was on my body. And I thought to myself, oh, my word. Now, if that's what was on her body, I can't imagine what was on mine because it was always heavier. <laughs> It was always heavier. And I said, oh, my goodness. 
This is amazing. So even even if I didn't make any comments or I was still so very much encouraged. So I know that even though it it was, you know, years in the making that changes that the changes that you make are impressing and I don't mean impressing like making people like wow, but I mean impressing like putting a wonderful impression on people as to this is also possible for me. And if it's possible for them, I'm pretty sure they're like, wow, look at mom. She's really doing this. She hasn't given up. She's, she's really going. And, and that's amazing. And that's really good. And that is a blessing because, you know, that's the part that I, 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 I wondered too. I said, oh, I hope I didn't, I hope I didn't ruin it because, you know, <laughs> I mean, people, they, they even threatened me with, you know, if I want to be honest, they threatened me with, with taking a kid, with a, taking a Lydia away. I mean, I fed her pizza and all these things, but it wasn't just a slice of pizza here or there. You get a box, I get a box. You know, it was very, it was very, very bad. So, you know, now she looks and she says, mom, I'm so proud of you. This is great. Oh, that's not, that's not a good uh, choice for you. If she sees that I'm getting ready to go for a wrong, the a choice that's not good for my body. Mom, that's not a good choice for you. And that helps so much because she it tells me and it encourages me that, okay, she sees the results that I have and I've had and I'm still making and she is helping me to push forward. And so that's really cool. And I know that they they see it too. And so even if it's not like a 100, 100 quick percent uh, uh, push, towards health right off the bat, right out of the gate, I know that this is making a really big impression on them because it is for a lot of other people. A lot. I, I hope so. I mean, that, that's all I want to do is encourage yeah. people and help people if I can. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do, I do want to kind of tell you how it all came about. Yeah, um, please, please. What, what made you change your, your outlook on that? Yes, thank it's you. Just, and, and frankly, the medicine wasn't working. Yes, because 
thank you. It was still yes. A little Yes. And I was like, okay, I thought this medicine was supposed to help me. Yes. Because, you know, the medicine's just not supposed to kill me. Right, but, right, <laughs> right. Oh my word, I got chicken, chicken skin. Just because that is so. It's it's true. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to help. Okay, where? <laughs> yeah, but the medicine—it was only a band aid. Yeah. A major problem, and I was slowly killing my body. But the turning point was when I would lay in bed and my pulse would pound and I would be dizzy, but so fatigued, but couldn't fall asleep because I had eaten horrible during the day. Yeah. Yeah. And thinking, am I, this seriously passed my mind. Am I going to have a stroke or a heart attack tonight? Seriously. I would go to bed and I would pray, dear Lord, if you're going to take me tonight, Please forgive me of all my sins. Yes. And yeah. I would go to bed. Yeah. That was reality for me. That's horrible. And, and I was like, and I finally, I just looked in the mirror and I said, am I going to live to see my grandkids? Oh. Am I going to see my kids grow up and get married? You know? I mean, you know my mom. Yes. She's all about the grand. Well, even my dad. Yeah. She says grandkid, grandkids always come first. Yes. So I thought. Am right. I going to be able to play with my grandkids? Right, right. I mean, that, that really the wake up call when I seriously thought I was supposed to have it. Wow. And it shouldn't get that way. It no. shouldn't get to that point. But I know, I know a lot of people are there. Yeah, yes. There are so many there, so many that feel hopeless, helpless, so many that just don't don't know that there's another way, don't or they hear about it and they're just like, oh well that's not for me because that's too hard or that's yeah, I mean I I, I found I did when I was diagnosed, I followed because I was scared, the advice of the doctors. I let go of a lot. I took the medicine. I didn't eat the bread. I, and in the end, I gave up. <laughs> and it wasn't. And, and it was I, out of fear. I followed, but there was nothing to really anchor me into a position where I felt like I was going to get better. It was. It wasn't just eating right. It was easy to say, oh, okay, eat right. But it wasn't. It wasn't taking the things away because I still had to take the medicine. And the medicine made me sick. It made my stomach hurt. I thought I was going to... There were times when I sat in the office, at my desk. I felt hot flashes and all these things, metformin. And uh, it was just it was just too much. I I... I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, the medicine just has horrible side effects on yeah. your body too. Yeah. And it just, it, well, it, I think the the medicine, it, the reason why I took the Losartan because the metformin can cause you kidney problems. Yes. So what yes. medicine is supposed to be helping you causes you other problems. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah I, I finally just had to do something. Yeah. So, so what did you do? So um, what I did is I had a friend that had told me about a program and I saw it in her life. Yeah. 
And so briefly, I had success with losing weight in carb cake or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's yeah, exciting. Well, it's, I learned it wasn't a diet. Good. This is really, really key. Yes. Um, but, in, and see, okay, and I, I, you know, the whole thing is I found a program that worked for me. Yeah. It worked for my schedule. Yeah. It blessed my body. Yeah. I'm not saying my program is the only program that's going to work. Right. Because that is not true. That Good. That is 100% not true. Yeah. Carrot 
pears are a starchy vegetable. They're yeah. a vegetable, but they're not the best vegetables you need to be eating. Right. You should be eating zucchini, broccoli. Yeah. You know, green vegetables. Very nice. I'm so, loving this. So, you know, I learned. And then also another thing that's so important, and this goes back to my mom. She always told me I didn't drink enough water. Oh. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good, you know. No, no, I, I have to say, she was right. Yes, oh. mom was right. Um, Don't say that too loud. You need to increase, <laughs> you need to increase your, your, your body, your water to half your body weight in ounces of water. So, like, when I started my health journey, I weighed 140 pounds. So, I try, I'm sorry, 240 pounds. Okay, I was like, wow, that's pounds. nice. No, 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 like yeah, I said like woo. <laughs> so yeah, I started when I was two forty. So I tried to drink hundred and twenty ounces of water a day. But now even now that I'm down in my one sixties, I still drink hundred ounces a day of water because I can feel it in my skin, I can feel it in my body if I'm not hydrated. That is awesome. That is so awesome. Yes, absolutely. Now give me a second and you guys, uh, Kim is going to finish her story and we'll be right back after these messages. Thank you very much for uh, listening to that short message and uh, we're back with Kim and she's going to continue on. I hope you guys are excited because, oh, I was just gushing. I, I'm excited about this. This is just, it's beautiful and it's one thing to see it's one thing to see something new that stays new, but when you see restoration, I don't know, there's just something about it. Ha, huh. okay, okay. Back to you, Kim. <laughs> the one thing I want to stress to diabetics is um, you need to eat every two to three hours to keep your blood sugar flowing as a not have a high drastic highs and drastic lows you need to have that even flow of up and downs and so that was one of the things that the program really stressed okay. that we eat um six small meals two to three hours uh apart to fuel your body and to take your hunger away because you're not i mean during my journey i learned that i stress eat and celebration eat and I think a lot of people can really uh, resonate with celebration eat, mm -hmm. but let's start with, with the stress eat. Um, so I had to work on changing how on my mindset about food. For example, when I had a bad day, it was so easy to reach for the cookie or ice cream. I might feel better for a little bit, but as soon as the cookie was gone, I was for example, when I had a bad day, it was so easy to reach for the cookie or ice cream. I might feel better for a little bit, but as soon as the cookie was gone, I would be right back to being stressed again. Yes. And celebration eating is very similar. Um, I thought I needed to eat a huge meal while enjoying celebrations, but I learned that celebrations are about people, not food. Oh, that's fantastic. I because... learned, I, yeah, I learned when looking at eating behavior, there is always... Um, a cue, a routine, and a reward. Let me explain that. A cue, routine, and a reward. Yeah. Stress is the cue. So when I'd be stressed, my routine was to go get a cookie. 
Ah. And the reward is feeling a pleasure for a moment. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? You go what get another do? cookie. You, you, no, you change the routine. <laughs> oh. When you're, stressed, when you're stressed, you go for a walk. Yeah. Don't get a cookie. Don't get, and don't get the second one either. <laughs> Yes. But you can change how you react to it. The Ooh. routine is how you react. Yes, get and it. And in, in the end, you change your reward. That's because your reward now is not gaining the five pounds you're going to get from the cookies or the ice cream. Right. You now change your narrative. Oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. I, I promise yes. once again, I got chicken skin. I Because, I mean, that's, that's really powerful. I mean... If we just accept that, if we can accept that part, because that's that's the biggest part. You know, it's it's easy for me to say, oh, well, and thankfully, you know, what I what I make now and what I bake now, they're all they they all fit towards my for my eating pattern now. But I promise, before then, that was not the case. I was so quick to grab an, a pack of Oreos. Oh well, you know, I had a horrible day and. And uh, no, no offense to you, Nabisco, but I mean, good night. I mean, I would, eat, <laughs> I would eat the whole thing and then some, and then I would regret it. But I would regret it. I would sit down. I would cry because I finished it, and then I would, during through my tears, I promise, I would reach for the second pack of Oreos. Wow, horrible, just vicious sight, and I it. It blows my mind. I, I don't even understand how I could have done that, except I didn't recognize what you said, the stress being a cue. And then what did I do? I went off and I said, well, I'm just going to eat it. And then there's the result after just, and then, it, and then I stressed out again. So what did I do? I went, like I said, I went for the next cookie. <laughs> it, it's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, and what a change! You got to change your routine. Absolutely, absolutely, and change your narrative. I love that. Oh, keep on going because I think by the time I'm done, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be wearing a parka. I get all these chills. <laughs> Yeah. Um, even, you know, even when I get to my healthy weight, even though I still have um, a few pounds to go, because for my height, my healthy weight is between 145 and 155. Mm -hmm. So my health to get become, to be a healthy BMI. Um, I also have goals um, of being a little more exercise orientated. Yeah. Um, the good thing about my program isn't. Um, doesn't require a lot of vigorous exercise because yeah. um, there is 
one myth. I don't know if you want to talk about it now. Please tell me. Yeah, you can't out-exercise your form. Thank you. Yes. Did you guys hear that? (laughs) You cannot out-exercise your form. Uh, A diet is 90%, being healthy is 90% what you eat. Yes. And a little bit of movement. Yes. We need healthy movement. We can't sit all day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if I sit all day, I'm not burning anything. That's so, right. So, um, so I do have a few goals. I do want to get to a healthy BMI, and awesome. I want to be more of a regular exerciser. That's cool. That's so, very good. And have you have you been one for exercising in the past? Has that been something you've enjoyed in the past? <laughs> Her face. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I would literally just show up. I wouldn't do the the the, the calisthenics or whatever before yeah. my senior year. Oh, they got so mad at me. <laughs> I, I would just show up to play. Because I thought I don't need that. Exactly. Why? So, so, no, I, I'm not a huge exercise buff at all. Yeah. Um, but I do force myself to try to get all my steps in during the day. Nice. But there's days. Oh my so, word! I was like, okay, gotta get up. I mean, I was busy. I yeah, was we're doing budget right now at work, and so I was working on PowerPoint presentation and everything. I was like, I gotta get up. So ah. I literally walked down the hall, and we have a big conference room that yes. has a big table. I literally walked around that. Did you? Just to get my steps in. You know, because I had my dress shoes on. I didn't want to go walk outside. No, oh, okay. Because <laughs> Friday, I wouldn't have any tennis shoes on because casual day. Yeah. So I Exactly. But on the carpet, I could walk around the conference room table and get me some steps. Nice. So it's, nice. it's little things like that, that that we can make choices in our day Absolutely. to reach our goals. Yeah, because you, you didn't give up. You saw the time, you and you didn't say, oh, well, you know, I'll do it tomorrow. No, you didn't give up. You said, well, I'm getting up and doing it now. I would have made the... I, because I'm not... At the exercise point yet, though I do want to become stronger and I do want to get, I, I I cycle all the time, but honestly, I don't consider that exercise. I consider that a means to get to work and that's it. You know, <laughs> it's not like I'm really trying. Now my body is moving and I, I am exerting energy, but if I'm honest, this is not something that I would go and say, oh yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tap it in just to see how many calories I've burned or whatever, just to see, you know, how that affects how I eat. But really I, I, yeah, exercise. I don't remember what I was saying. I got disgusted over exercise. Go on. <laughs> well, it, I, I have realized that I got to have a love-hate relationship with, with, uh, um, exercise. Oh, there you go. It's similar to work. Um, you know, we don't like to go to work, right? but we have Yes. Because it's a means to support us. Yes. Yeah. Exercise is a means to keep us healthy. That's good. So you have to look at it that way. I'm uh, not going to like it. Yeah. But I got to do it. You know, you 
work? No. Yeah. Am I perfect? Nope. <laughs> you know, I, I think I have a goal in my Fitbit to get four or five days a week. Nice. Seven. You know, and I'm, I don't do that very often. I was going to say, wow. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Always strive to be better. That's exactly be better. right. If, if anything, the best thing I can tell you is just try to be better, better today than you were yesterday. That's and you know. Yes. Take one day at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Take the, one. I mean, the whole basis of the program of the Optivia program is one healthy habit at a time. Yeah. I don't. I I don't ask any of my clients to work on everything at once. Good, yeah, because that's hard. Uh, you've got to work on one thing at a time. Exactly, because otherwise you get overwhelmed. If you don't get your water in, okay, you can start on that. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's really easy. Yeah. Just, just try to drink a little bit more every day. Nice. And then um, next you would start on probably your, your, your eating. Choose healthier options. Um, at the beginning. No one's going to choose healthy all the time. Right, right. But if you can choose healthy three or four days out of the week, you're better than you were when you're not choosing healthy seven days out of the week. That's exactly so, right. So, you know, I just would encourage you to always try to be better and make better choices. And, awesome. you know, the best thing that happened to me was my program yeah. because I had someone there with me, a buddy, yes, a, a health coach with yeah. me. And when you do something with someone else, you are accountable. Yes. You stay accountable. And you think, even even walking, a yeah. walking buddy. Okay, yeah. if I had a you know walking buddy on Saturday, and I knew I had a date with her every every Saturday at 9 o'clock. Right. If I don't feel great, then I don't want to let her down because I know she wants to walk. That's exactly right, yes. So, and having a health coach check on you yeah. really is the difference in changing your life. But now you, oh my gosh, you changed your life all by yourself. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> along the way that encouraged you when you were, when you were um, changing all your recipes and everything. Yeah. But if you didn't, wow, I'm, I'm so impressed because uh -huh. it is hard to do by yourself. Thank you so much. You know, honestly, I, I, I I have to attribute a lot to Thomas DeLauer and uh, <laughs> he's on YouTube and I, I'm, all of my coaches have been YouTubers who have no idea. I mean, honestly, if they ever charge me for everything I've learned, I, I maybe I'd be bankrupt, but, <laughs> but Thomas DeLauer and, you know, Matt and Mega with Keto Connect and, you know, they're those were like the big, those were my muscle when I needed it. And then later on, Jimmy Moore, he came and I learned a lot about why, why Thomas DeLauer, he gave a lot of why. And then, and I, 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 I figured out, I said, okay, because I did consider a few other things. And I said, well, this is not going to be good for my diabetes. This is not going to work for my diabetes. This I'll quit. <laughs> Yeah, I even told Olivia. I said, uh, "Lydia's my daughter." I I told Olivia. I said, "I'm going to do this," and she said, "Well, for how long?" Because she said, 
just until you lose weight, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then the more I, I the more I stuck with it, the the better I felt. And the better I felt, the more energy I had. And the more energy I had, the more I liked to look at myself in the mirror. I said, hey, <laughs> you're not so bad. Me too. Oh, <laughs> yes. I look at myself and think, is that really me? Exactly. 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 I even catch myself. I said, stop being so conceited. <laughs> Yes, yes. That's, that's that's what healthy can do for you. Yes. Um, and and the thing is though, I know a lot of people are like, you know, what keeps you motivated? Yeah. And I have to tell you, you touched on just a minute ago, why? Yeah. Why? You gotta remind yourself why you did this in the first place. Yes. So why am I here? Yes. I wanna see my boys grow up and get married. Exactly. I wanna see my grandkids. I wanna play with my grandkids. Yeah. I wanna enjoy retirement with my husband. Yes. But also I'm remind I remind myself of what I was. Yeah. I mean, they say you're not supposed to look back, but it's it's I think it's healthy to look back and see where you've come. Yes. And and know in your heart what could happen if you go back to those old habits. Yes, I do too. And, Absolutely. And, and that's why I really chose to be a health coach for Octavia because I coach to keep myself accountable. Nice. I can't ask my clients to do things I'm not doing myself. That's right. That's so right. It, it comes down to the best advice is, I, I know I've already said it once before or twice, Find a program that works for you. Yes. It, yes. It's got to work for you. Like you said, if it's not going to work, you're going to quit. Yes, absolutely. So it's got to work for you. Find a buddy or a health coach to walk alongside with you and stick with it. Stick with it. Because honestly, your life depends on it. Yes. Um, and you can't, you can't reverse your diagnosis. That's right. You don't have to accept being diabetic for the rest of your life. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh my word. Yes. I hope you all got that. I mean, if you didn't get chicken skin at any point of this of this interview, I mean, I don't understand. Maybe your sensors are, are slightly messed up because I promise this this speaks to every every aspect, not even just to your your your, your health. But it speaks to your mindset, and you can even take it further. And 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 most importantly, it speaks to a spiritual walk. You guys, this is like, um, this is beautiful. I and I love it, and I love the fact that you can. And and just like, I mean, I really, you really could take this on every single level of your life, uh, physical, mental, and spiritual. You re you really can. You can go back. You can. You can just. Flip the script, you guys. Oh, my word. Ah, I just, I feel like I, we were just talking about church before we got started. And I promise y'all, I feel like I just went to church. <laughs> I just feel so good. I got my hands raised up out here. Over here. <laughs> it feels wonderful. It feels wonderful. And I, I really hope you were blessed by this. And I just want you all to know that there, there is opportunity there is there there are doors that are open if you can't get through the door you know get a bulldozer make this thing happen you don't have to suffer through these diagnoses if you don't have to 
because you don't have to. There are changes that you can make. There are there there are steps that you can take. Small ones, just like she said. Take that glass of water. You haven't been drinking water. Drink the water. Oh my word! Are you scared of the tap? Get a bottle. Just just do it. Just do it. Oh, just ah uh, ah. Uh, Kim, one if, small step at a time. Thank just you. Change your narrative. Yes. Change your narrative. You change can do it. that. You can do it. This. Seriously. Now, Kim, do you have space for any other clients? Can, is there any information that you want to give where people can find you if they want to uh, connect with you or anything? Um, probably the best thing to do would be connect to you. Okay. Connect to you. Very and good. And if they're interested in, um, in me co helping coach them, um, I can give them information about the, the program. We can set up a call. Awesome. But unfortunately, because of so much and yes. crazy yeah. people yeah. Uh, in this world. Yes. Um, my Facebook page is not public. Okay, yeah, so that makes they sense. can see my profile, but they cannot go much further. Very good. Um, yeah, that and, makes sense. And since <laughs> if you connect with me on Messenger, and I don't know if you're a spammer, I don't yes. know if you're, you know, I just, I, I'm, I'm scared of technology in that way. No, that so makes sense. The, probably the best thing to do with if they're interested in um, my program, I'm more than happy to talk to them, but have them go through you. Very good. And so I know they came from this podcast. Absolutely. And, and, and just give me their name or their information. But once I go through you, then I feel like our, my information is a little protected. Yes, absolutely. And, um, that, yeah, they're not some creepy person. Yeah, we don't, we don't need <laughs> so, that. There's plenty of that. Um, yes. In, in, for me to coach anyone, uh, I, I I make time. Not a problem. Um, I'm here for you. I, I have a. It's funny. I have a shirt that someone just made me. It says "Health Coach." Uh, I'll be there for you. Kind of like the friend. Oh yes, um, yes. So I remember seeing I, that on Facebook. I definitely can uh, can explain the program and get you started and walk right buy you along along your health journey and we'll do this together because awesome. you're always better together nice awesome now you guys you can reach her through me through either the the page which is type two take two through facebook or you can go through the email address which i always i i hope i always mention it of course it's the second this is the second time i'll be mentioning it hopefully it's just type it's type two diabetes take two. That's T-Y-P-E, the number two, diabetes, take two at gmail.com. And if that's not, if that's too hard or if you're finding it difficult, you can also reach us through the Lucky Stove, theluckystove.com. You can always uh, go on there, find recipes. As she mentioned, I love to cook and I throw recipes on there that I hope that will help change your mindset or your your frustration with what you feel is healthy that just just not working for you so those are some avenues that you can go by again i and i will also put all of this information in the uh in the description box so that way you can always click on it and then when you are reaching out type uh for for kim let's give him a cool let's give him a, a cool something cool so that i know that is specifically for you kim let's see here Kim, kick fear in the face. <laughs> that's a bit too long, that's isn't okay. it? But okay. does that work? Okay. All right. Yeah, so kick fear, fear in the 
kick fear in the face. Okay, so when you want to reach out, and this is for Kim, you want to ask questions, reach reach out to her for for uh, information about her coaching program. And I, as you can hear her, she she loves people. You can tell, and she loves, she cares about people. You can tell. That's just obvious. I don't even have to say it, but I'm saying it anyway. Kick kick fear in the face. If that's all you've got, if that's all you got for the subject line, I will know that it's for Kim. If you want to say her name and just let us know that you actually remember her name, you're more than welcome to. But in any case, you guys got to reach out to this woman. She's awesome. She's awesome. Not only from a coach uh, uh, aspect, but a friend, someone who cares, someone who's going to be there for you. This is Danielle and Kim signing off today with Type 2, Take 2. I really hope that you got a blessing from this. And we will catch you next time around. See ya. Thank you very much for joining us at Type 2 Take 2. This is Danielle once again, just encouraging you to share your story. Don't forget to share your story. There are too many people out there who think that they are alone. And why not? Why not? Be the voice of reason. Why not be the voice of hope, the light that shines in the darkness? You can do it. I can do it. We can do it. Now, keep in mind that we are not doctors and any interviewees that I have on the podcast are relaying their own story and experiences. Therefore, we are, like I said, we are not doctors and we do not play them on TV. Be sure to always Seek the supervision of your doctor anytime you make any uh, health changes concerning your medication and or eating pattern. Thank you very much once again for joining us at Type 2 Take 2. And we will hear from you and see you next time.